twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about using two-way radios while camping. We'll identify what features are important to have in a two-way radio when out camping and make a few recommendations on the best radios for use on camping trips. We'll also review the Garmin Rhino 655T two-way radio with GPS and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. So, let's go camping. All right. All right. When was the last time you went camping, Anthony? Uh, nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> it's been a while. No, it's been it's that's one of the first times I went camping. I guess probably uh, when I was in college. So camping out in college, late nineties. A lot of guys did that in college, didn't they? Yeah, you know, yeah. go out down to Brown County, Indiana, and and. Take some beers with you, and yeah. Camping's cheap. There you go. Camping's fun. What about you, Danny? You've been camping. You've been camping with your son before, haven't you? Yeah, I took my son camping last um, September, October, I believe. First How was time it? I'd been in a long time. Uh, camping was fun. That sleeping in the tent on the ground wasn't uh, <laughs> so great. I'd forgotten how rough that is. That's part of the experience. Um, it's an experience I will probably not have again. I'm going to get some kind of pad or something for my sleeping bag next time. That yeah. it's the worst the, sleep of my life. The snakes, the bugs, and all the fun stuff. I've been on a number of camping trips. I I, I camped out a lot when I was a kid. Um, went with the family on family camping trips. Um, I've been on a few camping trips um, in Florida when I was uh, a young man, and and uh, it was it was always fun. It's always fun. Got a couple of stories on on that. We'll talk about that later on the show. But um, as far as uh, as camping is concerned, anybody ever take along any two way radios? Of course, every time. Yeah. <laughs> I I have to admit, when I was camping out, it was an afterthought, and I wish, particularly on one excursion, I wish I had brought them with me because mm-hmm. uh, it, it would have been uh, it would have helped us out a lot. I'll I'll maybe I'll get to that later on but um you know camping is one of the most popular activities that we hear about from customers when they're buying um consumer grade two-way radios it seems like it it's a required tool that they take along camping it is especially these days camping well trips. anytime really that you're going with a group like that if you're planning on going with um you know other than just yourself and you plan on splitting up at any point, you know, um, it's important to be able to stay in touch. And depending on where you're going, cell phones aren't aren't really an option. Yeah, yeah. I took um, 
I took a cell phone with me on a camping trip once, and um, it wasn't much help at all because for a good part of where we were, there was no cell tower. So mm-hmm. I couldn't get a, a decent signal. So, you know, there's a situation where, you know, you need to communicate. Uh, two-way radios are pretty much your only option <laughs> right? for the most part. And if you're um, going for uh, – even if you're in an area where cell phone coverage is available, depending on how long you're going to be camping, you may not be able to, to keep a cell phone charge for that long a time. And most two-way radios allow you to use AA or AAA batteries – so it is more of an option. Well, now, some of the important considerations uh, when you're going camping and, and uh, considering two-way radios, I mean, uh, first of all, it's an outdoor activity. So you're going to have different types of terrain, different uh, different environments. And- I think range is the number one thing you need to consider. You need to you know consider how far apart everyone is and, and what type, mm-hmm. how much power you're going to need out of your radios when you're deciding what radios to buy. Usually, the more powerful, the better because you you know you're going to use these radios for years. And maybe if you're going to stay close on this trip, maybe a year from now, you, your um, campsites may be a little more spread out between your groups. It's not going to hurt you to get a, a more powerful radio. You need to have optimal range on, on radios when right. you're out there. Uh, weather, weather channels, weather alerts, that's an important thing to have on, on radios. The weather is a major factor. Critical. You, you have to be conscious of the weather and what it's going to do when you're camping. And uh, if you're taking two-way radios anyway, you may as well get one with a weather radio built in. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to bring a separate weather radio along with you. You know, I was telling you in the beginning how I wished I had two-way radios in the last camping trip I took. I went with a friend of mine uh, on a couple of camping trips out uh, in Florida, and our last trip was in the Ocala National Forest, and uh, and I had a great time, but it rained the entire time we were there, pretty much. And it, it was interesting because when we were dropped off at the site we were going to take off because it was a hiking trip we were going to hike all through the forest and mm-hmm. then um and then get picked up on the other side so we we're going to be camping for the whole weekend and hiking and um we had been listening to the weather reports and oh yeah it's it looks like it's going to rain and you know a little bit and then it looked like it was going to clear up so we thought okay well, let's go ahead and take this trip and then of course we get out there and uh the first night it was not bad but the next day and for the rest of the weekend it just rained and we were just slogging through and you had to keep going because you're out in the middle of nowhere we had to just keep going and, and we're in you know foot deep mud and sludge and all kinds of stuff and, wow, and that doesn't f- sound like a good time I had a great time because, you know, even though it was pouring rain, I felt like I was really roughing it, you know. But some people might not <laughs> some yeah, people not might, might everyone, not really like think. that as much as, as I did. But even so, it, was, it, it, was, um, it, it wasn't an optimal, you know, it wasn't the best situation to be hiking in. And, of course, in Florida, you've got other things to worry about, too, like snakes and bugs and leeches and stuff like that in there. So um, if we'd had the radios with us after that first night and we'd been tuned into the weather channels, we would have been, you know, more aware of what was happening. And maybe we could have made the decision at that point to say, okay, do we keep going or we turn around, turn back or whatever? But we didn't have them. I had a cell phone and it wasn't working. <laughs> so, um, and it was wet. Like I said, it rained the whole time. So it didn't, it didn't do well for any electronic equipment we had there. Right. Um, because they, they weren't really weren't really weatherproofed, so um, 
Overall, though, it was a great trip. <laughs> Next time, though, I would definitely take a radio and and one that was tuned into the NOAA weather channels and, and the emergency alerts and that was weatherproof. Yeah, that, that's critical. I wouldn't go on a camping trip without some type of weather radio, even aside from the two-way radios. And it's, it's good that most of these combine that feature. So you can kind of get two things in one. Now, uh, aside from that, you have power considerations, too. Um, battery life is, is a big consideration as well because, you know, you, you may be without power outlets. You may mm-hmm. not be able to charge a radio. A lot of these uh, radios come with rechargeable batteries with mm-hmm. about eight hours of use. Well, if you're going camping for a week, that's not going to help you very much. Yeah, that's true. So, so you, you need a radio that can support AA or AAA batteries. Um, another option is a very long-life battery radio. There's a, a Cobra CXT925 that uses a lithium battery that gets around 18, 20 hours of use sometimes. Even that wouldn't be great for an extended camping trip, but maybe an overnight two-day trip. Yeah. Well, the 925, I don't know if it's really rugged enough for a camping trip, but definitely has the battery life. Yes. Um, so, and, and that's the other thing, ruggedness and durability. When you're out there in the outdoors, you need something that's going to be, I mean, you, you'll be dropping, like me, I, I would be dropping in the mud. Uh, you're getting chased by a bear or something, you need to be, <laughs> you drop your radio. You're getting chased by a bear, you need a gun. <laughs> no, but I've been chased, I've been chased by a gator before uh, on another <laughs> little camping excursion. Wow. Well, it was my own fault. I was throwing rocks at it. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, those things can run, fa- they, can't, they can't go very far. Uh, but they can they can run pretty fast. They can cover a lot of ground in, in, in a short amount of time. Uh, so I would never, folks, I would never recommend uh, throwing rocks at gators. I, I can tell you that firsthand. Uh, I'll, but, uh, I'll take your advice there. But uh, ruggedness and durability are, are, are also very important. Now, some of the special features that we really need for camping that are nice to have on radios, those yeah. are... There's a few specialty features that that are out there. Um, flashlights. A lot of the Motorola radios yeah. now have a, a little LED flashlight that may come in handy depending on you know what you're doing. Uh, it's not a very powerful flashlight by any means, but um, it provides a little light. Um, Motorola has a few radios with an emergency alert, which is if you're in trouble, you can hold down the red button and uh, it'll go into hands-free transmit mode and, and send a siren out to uh, all the other radios in the area. If uh, others are using the same type of radio, their volume will automatically be raised yeah. to the, the highest. Uh, so, you know, if you get into trouble, that's something that you, you might find yourself using. Waterproofing, That's uh, we already mentioned that. And that that's important if you mm-hmm. may encounter rain or, you know, GPS capability is another thing. That's a that's a very important one these days, uh, especially. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing the uh, Garmin 610 series radios later in the show, and they're really the only two-way radios available for consumers that have a GPS option. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they bring a lot to the table as far as extra features. Well, and if you're going to be hiking when you're camping, you might want to consider maybe a, a lighter radio, uh, you know, a more powerful outdoor type of radio that uh, that may be a little on the lighter side if you're going to be hiking long distances. Right. And, of course, I mean, this isn't a requirement, but a camo option. Oh, know? 
concert. You're, you're going to be outdoors. Camo seems to be the way to go. Yep. Just yep. don't drop it in the brush. You won't find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, um, what are some of the recommended radios? What are some of the best radios we have available today that are really well-suited for camping? Well, uh, seems like every show we keep coming back to it, but the Midland GXT-1000 VP4 is probably the most popular radio for camping. It's, it's uh, the most powerful consumer-grade radio that's available. It's um, waterproof to some degree. It is submersible. Lots of power, lots of features. has weather, uh, weather channels, weather alerts. It supports AA batteries. It really has everything that you need. And it has a camo version, too, the, uh, the 1050. The, yeah, the GXT 1050, yeah. $10 more, gets you the same radio in camo. And uh, the Midland GXT 5000, that's another one that, that's really made for outdoors. Yeah, this is a very high-end, business-grade uh, GMRS radio. It's $150 per radio, so it's significantly more expensive, but um, it's loaded with features. It's really made for this type of activity. The problem is that that is back ordered for around uh, until at least june july time yeah. frame because yeah. of flooding in thailand so if you're <laughs> listening to this before july 2012 you know and, i'm uh, last you know i'm laughing there's a certain irony in that <laughs> <laughs> it's a i mean we're talking about a waterproof shockproof dustproof to IP67 standards radio that's submersible and uh, and it's and it's back ordered because of flooding in Thailand. I, I'm sure all the inventory uh, is fine. It's the manufacturing equipment that's uh, <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> submerged. Pretty sure, but it just said that the irony there. It's just inescapable. Um, now this is one that has an SOS siren on it too. Yeah, that's similar to the emergency alert, alert that I talked about earlier. Earlier I was describing one that is specific to Motorola, but this is the same idea. I don't want to go into it again, but it's that uh, same idea. And it's designed for outdoor use. It sounds like it's it's really a, a perfect fit. The downside on this one is not quite as powerful as the GXT1000, um, I don't think. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the power Well, I um, would say you, you us, could probably expect more range out of the GXT5000. It's, it's a 4-watt radio, whereas the GXT1000 is a 5-watt but you're getting a business-grade radio with the GXT5000 yeah. and a, a better antenna. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would actually, even though the wattage is less, I would expect... You think it'd go farther? I think it yeah. would go farther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, uh, the other thing um, that I really wish they could have put in this radio, because it's, so, it, it's a really good radio on so many other levels, but the one thing I wish they would have added were the weather alerts, uh, the, the, the NOAA features. True. That's true. I think they were really trying to answer the call here. We, like on our last episode, we had a, a question with a guy saying that all the GMRS radios are, are not durable enough for what he wants. He wanted a business-grade radio for consumer use, and that's really what Midland did here. This is a business radio mm-hmm. that supports GMRS and some of the configurability, like with privacy codes and things like that, that other GMRS radios offer. So that's, that's kind of what Midland was going for here. It's not the most feature-packed radio, but it's a very durable, very high-quality radio. You know what, though? I'm, I'm not the first person to, to have that on the wish list, the, the no alerts. I, I wonder 
and I this is speculation now, but I just wonder if maybe in the future when they go to retool and, and reset up their operation to go back into manufacturing this radio that they might consider putting out a, a, a new edition of it that might have it in there. I don't know. Uh, perhaps. I mean, you, if your factory was destroyed by flooding, then, um, you know, that's a good opportunity to yeah. make some changes to your line. Now, I don't have any inside uh, info on this radio from Midland at this point, but maybe we'll see a, a revision. Yeah. A 5001. Never know. Uh, some of the other radios, uh, Motorola, the MR350R. We mentioned that in uh, in an earlier episode, uh, Radios in the Woods. We did a review on the uh, MR350R, and that uh, was a good choice for using in the outdoors as well. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with this radio. It's not quite as powerful as the GXT1000, but it's top of the line from Motorola. It's a, a high-powered radio. It has a lot of bonus features like... It has the flashlight, has the emergency alert, it has um, USB charging support, mm-hmm. and uh, if you're camping and you have one of these crank radios, or um, there's a, a lot of camping equipment that's available now with USB ports. Yeah. Well, if you have one of these devices, you could charge your MR350R using that device, and you don't have to worry about bringing along the double A's. And it's repeater capable. I mean, if you're in a campground or somewhere where they might have a repeater there. Um, that that could come in handy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the Motorola T9680R, same radio. That's another one that has um, pretty much the same power as the MR350, right? Yeah, it's really um, the same um, transmitter as the MR350, same basic radio. The, the features and the little bonus uh, things like the flashlight are not there. But what the 9680R has is the best weather radio of any any consumer grade two-way radio this has the uh same technology built Mm -hmm. in which is it stands for specific area message encoding i think we've talked about it on an earlier episode we did we did we covered that but this lets you get area specific weather messages instead of a tower that covers a you know three or four counties in your state you can get weather messages just for where you are so it's really uh, useful and there aren't any other consumer grade radios that have that uh uniden has uh has a model or two that that are really you know a couple models that are really well suited uh for outdoor use the gmr 3689 uh that's another one a lot of NOAA weather features with that um and uh, it's waterproof and it uh, and it floats yeah i don't think the uh uniden 3689 gets enough uh, props, really. It's, it's not that popular of a radio compared to some of the other brands, but it's a very powerful radio, tons of features, the most waterproof radio of anything that's available. Motorola's MS350 is, is going to be available again sometime soon, and then mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be tied with that one. But Uniden was making completely waterproof radios a couple of years ago before anyone else. And it's lead-free, which makes it environmentally friendly. So in case you lose it, like you're getting chased by a bear or something, you drop your radio and it's gone, and you don't, you don't have the uh, Environmental Protection Agency coming after you later. <laughs> after the bear maybe, gets you. <laughs> maybe that same bear will get them. Yeah, you never – well. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then, of course, uh, the Garmin Rhino 600 series radios, um, uh, those are, are – pretty much made for 
outdoor use, camping and hiking, that sort of thing. Yeah, they, those radios have you know GPS, of course. Um, they, the weather, they're weatherproof, uh, built to military standards. They have a lot of features. I'm not going to spoil it for you. We're going to review it in a few minutes. Yeah, we're going to review that one, so we'll go through all of that. But you know what? There is one radio that that is just... Um, I think is is just a must-have when you go on a camping trip, and that is the Midland XT511. It's a base camp two-way emergency crank radio. It's designed to be at the base camp. You know, you, you have your, your handhelds all around, and then this is the one that you keep at the camp, your base of operations, and it pretty much does everything. And, yeah, um, th- this isn't just a two-way radio. It is a sort of a utility device for camping or um, outdoor activities or emergencies. Mm-hmm. The XT511 has a, a GMRS radio built in, obviously. It also has an AM-FM radio with an alarm clock. It supports uh, NOAA weather uh, and NOAA weather alerts. It has a flashlight built in. Um, five power options. That's what you've got. Five I mean, power. Can you name the five power options? Um, yeah. I can't. I mean, you got the rechargeable battery packs. Right. And you got the the, the alkaline batteries because it'll work off uh, alkalines. You've right. got AC power, DC power. That's, you know, you can plug it into your vehicle and uh, power it that way. And then, of course, the dynamo hand crank. Ah, this the one most the important one crank. possibly yep, yep. For, for power outages or uh, camping away from power outlets. Yeah, and, and this is great because, as you mentioned earlier, talking about um, radios that have USB ports for charging, this radio has a USB port on it, so you can charge your cell phones. They, they basically say charge your cell phone with it, but Hold you can on. charge so your cell, cell I phone. I can take my Midland XT511 and buy a couple of Motorola's and plug them into the, them the in and Midland charge them 511 up. to charge them. So, I mean, this is like... So I think the XT five eleven is a is a good choice. Is a it, it's a good choice. choice, but I think only as an additional radio, like a base station kind of idea. You uh, wouldn't want to go out with just one XT five eleven. You you're also going to need a couple of or at least a handheld radio to go along with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, any other thoughts on uh, camping with uh, radios? I think we covered it. All right, well, coming up, we'll review the Garmin Rhino 655T two-way radio with GPS. Could it be the Swiss Army knife of two-way radios, or am I just being too campy? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. 
You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. This week we're going to review a GMRS radio with GPS from Garmin, the Rhino 655T. Well, this is a new radio, new series from Garmin. Um, they've kind of amped it up a little bit. They've kind of, you know, this, these new ones are, are touchscreen. Everything's going touchscreen these days, cell phones and mm-hmm. MP3 players and, you know, same thing on these, which makes, I like it because it makes life a little easier instead of having to use a keypad to, to type in coordinates and things like that. But from what I've been able to see on this thing, it's it's a cool radio, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Um, it's got your touch screen. It's got a, a camera in it. It's got your, your sports, your 22 channels, basic FRS GMR channels, but it also has your repeater GMR's repeater channels in there. But what makes the radio is the, is the GPS capabilities. It's if you're a diehard camper, you might want to invest in one of these. It's what I like about this radio is you can transmit your coordinates to someone. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if your party splits up, you can transmit those coordinates to them. You can, if you're walking through a certain area, it'll keep track of your progression. So you know where you've been and, and can get you back. But awesome, awesome features. Um, being able to see every member of your party on a map on the screen and know exactly yes. where everyone is, that is really taking it to the next level. Not just being able to see them, but you can you can communicate with them directly, and you can you can uh, contact them. Right, you know, right. It's in the six fifty five T. This one sports a camera, a five megapixel camera. So this is sort of like a, a uh, <laughs> so many devices in one. It's sort of like a. a Swiss Army knife of uh, technology. A Swiss Army knife of two almost radios. like having an iPhone, really. With you know, but it's going to work out in the woods because mm-hmm. it's using you know where your your iPhone's not necessarily going to work out there, but it's it gives you everything that an iPhone's going to have. But you know, it's got your your SD slot, so you can put a micro SD card in there to upload new maps or different coordinates and things like that. It is waterproof and submersible. To I think it's IPX7 standards, which mm-hmm. calculates down to you know certain amount of time in the water and certain levels and things like that. But uh, we've had them for a couple of weeks, and from the few minutes I've been able to play with it, it's it's pretty awesome, no doubt about it. Well, overall, it changes the the whole aspect of roughing it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does. Yeah. If you're- able to take pictures and communicate in an instant and see where everyone is right away. And I think you can even put apps on these things, can't you? Yeah, that's it's it's got everything on here. Um, Flipping through the screen, it's like uh, it's sort of like my iPhone. It reminds yeah. me of the iPhone. You've got a screen and you can arrow over and uh, see page after page of icons and radio is just one of the icons there. You go into radio and and you click on the screen to choose what channel you want. You can select the power mode, all with the touchscreen interface. It's the most user-friendly setup of any two-way radio I've ever seen. Because um, you know, going through the menu on a, a Midland is um, a nightmare. So you almost have to have the manual to see what some of these icons stand for. With this, it's simple. You know, it's it's almost as if the radio aspect of this is just an afterthought. It's like, hey, you know, here's this really cool device, kind of like a Star Trek tricorder, and hey, let's 
add an, let's add a radio to it. <laughs> well, it's I'm, I mean, just going through the screen here. I mean, it's it's like using an iPhone or iPad. And, mm-hmm. You know, they've got a a deal on here where you could, it's got an app on here, Sun and Moon. You know, where it knows where you are, obviously, and you can see what time your sun sunset is and um, the moonrise and all, you know all that good stuff. But it's got one thing that you know. It's got your geocaching on here, which I know a lot of folks get mm-hmm. into that. Uh, I've had a few people call and say, hey, can we use this for that? Well, yeah, there's an app for it on here, basically. Built right in. Mm-hmm. Um, hunting and fishing. You know, if you're in a certain area, you can hit that hunting and fishing button, and it's going to tell you the best times to go fishing in that area. That kind of, you know, in a way, that almost takes some of the fun out of out of hunting and fishing. It's like, okay, where's the deer? Oh, right over there. Oh, good, well, I got I it. Mean, you know, it's, it's like... There's, you know, some there's hunters some people, want to go out and, and find the deer. <laughs> well, your your city folk would love something yeah. like this. Yeah, they, this they, is really for me. They had me in mind yeah. when, they, when they made this thing. <laughs> I mean, I think the only downside to it is it's kind of a bulky radio. It's something yeah, it that, but for everything that they've got packed into this thing, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's got you know, it's it's it fits in the palm of my hand just fine. Some mm-hmm. folks may struggle with it a little bit, but. It um, it's very durable feeling. It feels like it's you know definitely built the mill specs or mill mill standards, uh, right. whatever it is. But yeah. um, and it really depends on the one that you're the the one we have on the table here is a six ten. There, there's three uh, radios in this series. There's a six ten, a six fifty, and a six fifty five T. The six ten is the base model. Um, it doesn't have a lithium battery. And it's missing some of the features that the higher end ones have. If you go up to the 650, you get five watts instead of one watt. Um, you get a lithium rechargeable battery included. You get the uh, same specific area message encoding technology for the weather alerts. You get an alarm. I believe there's some advanced compass. Uh, yeah, there's a tilt compensated three axis yeah, compass yeah. with the 650 and an altimeter. Um, and the SD card option is available on the 650. Moving up to the 655T from the 650 adds the digital camera and the additional maps. Mm-hmm. The 610 is the bulkiest one of the three because it doesn't have a lithium battery. You have to be able to install double A's, which makes the battery compartment a little thicker than the others. I'd say the only real downside of this is that it, it, it only comes a one-year warranty. For, for me personally, I'd, I'd feel more comfortable taking out in, in the field if it uh, if it was had maybe a two-year, a three-year warranty on it because I know me and technology. It, you know, I'm going to wind up breaking it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, if you break it, they're not going to uh, No, it. that's true. That's true. But you know what I'm saying? Stuff happens when you're out in the woods. But this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be very durable. Yeah, it really is. I mean, military standard, it feels like a solid radio. When we sell the – this is a newer radio, but we sold a 500 series uh, before this. And definitely this one is improved over the older ones. But we did not get those back. I mean, No, no, not know. at all. No. We had a lot of people that were – um, I mean, we had a big order to a police department for these mm-hmm. because of everything that they have on them for their training missions and things like that. Border the, Patrol uses these as well. That's right. Wow. You know, it's so, you know, a lot of cops are using these because they give speeding tickets anymore or, right. or go to accidents. They need something that's going to give them the, the coordinates and they have to put that on their, their paperwork. So they a lot of them use things like this to, to get that, but. 
they're higher than most of your uh, typical consumer radios. That um, is the downside. Yeah, they are. But are if you're, expensive. you know, if you're going to doing a lot of camping, it's worth the investment. Save up, yeah. and it's it's worth the investment. Um, camping or hunting or fishing, exactly. You know, the average you can't, fisherman. Uh, will, will I know hunters. Use. They the hunters spend money. They they mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's. Uh, has everything on there that you're going to need pretty much to to get through your weekend or your week or whatever and you know make you feel a little bit more comfortable out there okay uh any other comments on the uh the garmin uh rhino 655t no i think that uh i think that covers it it's like it runs uh it's got free ground shipping runs about 540 bucks for the uh the top the 655t and remember, if you mention the promo code SHOW, um, then you get uh, an additional 5% off right. of your order. That's so. going to add up on a $540 item. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Did we mention the prices of the other two? The 650 is four fifty nine ninety five, and the 610 is a mere three thirty nine ninety five. A mere three thirty nine. Great. Quite right. a deal. All right. Well, we have some uh, questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. And the first one comes from uh, Jeff. And Jeff wants to know, he's asking about the Midland GXT 5000. And he wants to know, does this product require FCC licensing and does anybody know the battery life? As far as licensing goes, if he's using GMRS, then at this time, a GMRS license is required. That radio, uh, the GXT5000, also supports FRS frequencies. So if he's using the FRS frequencies, he would not need to get a license. Um, The FRS frequencies are channels 1 through 14, and he has to be in low power mode for it to be considered FRS. 7 or 8 through 14 will automatically be put into low power, but you have to make sure that you change your low power right. when you're on one through seven all right uh and uh we've got uh another question here uh this one comes from uh stacy and stacy wants to know how do the tri-square radios measure up to the frs gmrs radios as far as city distances i like the privacy behind these radios and i'm hoping they can get at least two miles in a city setting i wouldn't plan on it based on our testing we can't overland um, we get around half mile consistently with these radios. Um, now in the city, depending on, um, you know, if you're in a tall building, they're mm-hmm. going to work better because the 900 megahertz signals penetrate steel and concrete better, but they don't seem to travel as well over land. So true mile distance, I wouldn't recommend them over a GMRS radio. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that does it for our questions and uh, answer session this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Uh, before we go, any other comments on today's show? No. About camping? I don't think so. Happy camping. Yep. Well, we're all a bunch of happy campers. Um, today, all right. 
Today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two Way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. Happy trails. <laughs> <laughs>